Sport on Sport on Today FM. Mark Lawrenson, as a member of one of Liverpool's greatest ever teams and as somebody who stayed very close to the club since your retirement, what did you think when you heard Jurgen Klopp was giving up the job as manager at the end of the season? I was shocked. Probably like most people, Matt, I would have thought. Um, and then obviously the reason is given that he's, he's, the tank is empty. Then you kind of think, well, hold on a minute. You know, you're probably going to be able to get to four, five, six weeks off in the summer to recharge. But I just think he's, the, the guy's born out, uh, he's blown out. And in many, many ways as well. When, when you look at these managers now, it's, it's, it's a 24 hour a day job. I mean, look at, look at all the press interviews that they have to do. Just everything about it, buying, selling players, the whole kind of thing, picking the team, um, you know, changing the team, travel, all those kind of things. And, you know, he's done nine years, which is unbelievable. He will have done nine years, which is unbelievable. But it's, I think my general and first reaction was I was absolutely, totally shell-shocked. Of course, it's not the first time in Liverpool's history that you've had a shock resignation of manager. Bill Shankly, when he went, everyone was completely blindsided by that. And Bob Paisley turned out to be more successful. When Kenny Dalgleish quit, also somebody who was worn out, albeit probably from dealing with the aftermath of Hillsborough, a less successful transition. So is this just a really, really hard job in any era, the demands uh, of being the Liverpool boss? Yeah, the, the the demands now are far far outweigh the three outstanding managers that that you mentioned there, Matt. In in all honesty, there are so many different facets as well to being a manager in, in terms of the Premier League and and ha- having to be successful. But I th- one thing that I think about this is that, and you mentioned them, Shankly, Paisley, Kenny Dalglish, all all went on their own terms, and this is exactly what Klopp has done as well. Um, you just can't go on forever, you can you? And the, uh, you know the difficulty. I, w- I watch him sometimes, and even listen to, to him sometimes when they've got the press conferences and, and some of the questions that he gets asked. And I'm sat there thinking, what on earth is all that about? And he has that on a, such a constant, constant basis. Um, and he's just decided that he's enough. But, he, but, but he's, he's, he's a bit like that, isn't he? I think he said originally that his wife Ula will actually make the decision about about when they leave Merseyside, but it seems to be that he's made it for them. Okay, Tony Cascarino, I know you're a big Liverpool fan over the years and I think you've enjoyed the football that Liverpool played under Klopp. How surprising is this though, given that we've been talking about his rebuilding of Liverpool team, the rebuilding of midfield and with strikers like Mane and Firmino gone, that this was supposed to be Liverpool 2.0 and it seemed that the project was well ahead of expectations. Well, in some ways, Matt, um, you know, some Liverpool sports were probably surprised because he could have gone last year. It was a very poor season with Liverpool standards that he set. Um, it sort of mirrored what happened at Dortmund in some ways. If you listen to his press conference then, Matt, he says a lot of similar things of how much he loved the club, his relationship with the fans. So, you know, we're all trying to move forward. I mean, man, when I heard it today, I was gutted. Absolutely. You know, your left field and you know, this is what they sacrifice so much to be the football manager. And 99.9 times, Matt, you get sacked. You know, these he's one of a rare breed that actually, like Mark touched on, goes on his own terms. So, it's an, I, I do feel that his speech today, or his, you know, the way he relayed what he felt and why he was, is that this will drive this team on, not be about him. He's so desperate that 
the fans, the players, and everyone that drives for the end of the season to try and win the title for Liverpool. And I think he's trying to distance himself from, from you know, everyone talking about him. It will happen initially, but I think he's trying to make it go. Hey, the supporters, everyone on board, let's really go for this Premier League, Matt. How good a manager, Tony, do you think he is? And how good have the teams under him have been? Um, Matt, you know, you, you was in love with Bielsa. I I love watching Bielsa's teams. Jurgen Klopp, and, and some people will disagree with this, has probably given us the best football I've ever seen. You know, and, you know, Pep Guardiola has been brilliant. Sometimes it's methodical and it's brilliant. Technical players moving the ball around. Klopp's dynamism in his team is extraordinary. I, you know, even in midweek watching them against Fulham and everybody's literally covering every blade of grass, Matt. And, you know, it, that takes a lot of energy, I think, on a daily basis to motivate that team to play literally foot to the floor on the pedal. You know, that's how they play. How's he going to be replaced, Mark? We were hearing there in the sports bulletin the potential of Zabi Alonso coming in, former mm. player now doing really well as the manager of Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, you can see that. You could see Deserbi will get quite a few mentions as well, I would think. From, from you, Brighton, do you think, would he step up to somewhere like Liverpool? Yeah, well, yeah, in a heartbeat. Absolute, totally in a heartbeat. Whether he will be good enough remains obviously to be seen, but he's a little bit of a, a clop act for want of a, a better description, Matt. But yeah, he, he, he'd snap the hand off, I would think, to take that job. It's massive, absolutely massive. Yeah, because there's an enormous amount of money available, isn't there, as well, to invest yeah. in players. Although, do they need that many players? Has Klopp done a really good rebuilding job there? Klopp's, Klopp's signings, Matt, over his time, have been absolutely outstanding. There are very, very few players who he's not improved. And he signed a lot of good players and he's made them into to world-class players. And I'm not exaggerating there. They are, there's been lots and lots of lads who've just gone that next step which is why they've been so successful. That's really, really difficult for whoever the new manager is to live up to. Uh, there's somebody here saying, only one in nine years, one league title, Tony. Is that unfair when you consider the resources available to Manchester City? Resources which have them under investigation for 115 alleged yeah. breaches of the rules. I, I think it's unfair, Matt, because... Klopp was coming from a long way behind. You know, if you go back at the sort of, you know, the teams that you, what Chelsea have had in the past and certainly in the last few years, Man City have been the team to beat. I think that's really harsh. He's, he's built Liverpool into a sensational side. They're a pleasant, pleasure to watch. He's won all trophies, OK? He might not win enough Premier Leagues. Uh, I just think he's given me a style of football I'm very proud of. And the way he c- conducts himself, Matt, I th- my reason for being a Liverpool fan was Bill Shankly. Beatles and Bill Shankly. I love the Beatles and Bill Shankly. When I first see him talking many, many moons ago as a young kid, you know, he just lifted and inspired everything around him. And Mark obviously got to know him personally. Um, I just I just think uh, Klopp has done that. He, he trans, you know, the way he translates to the, his own fans, the way every thump in, and, and it, it just has to have joined him in some way. And um, I think it, it will be a very difficult job to replace him. Hopefully Liverpool, Liverpool can do that. But a lot's in place. He's put a side together, Matt. You talked there with Mark about, you know, the sign-ins. They're all at a good age as well. So someone's got to be able to drive that team again. Yeah, they think, Mark, though, there are listeners who are worried that the likes of Mo Salah will now take this as their opportunity to leave. 
Well, I mean, Mo Salah might go and play in 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 the in the Far East, mighty, which of course, you know, um, Middle East. I think more likely. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> in, in the Middle East, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll, he'll get absolutely millions and millions of pounds. And I, I, I think even if Klopp had stayed, I I think Salah goes in a, in what about five or six months, and he makes fortune good luck to him he's been a brilliant player for the, for the club one one or two might look around but there aren't that many better teams Matt that you would want to go to I mean that's the whole thing about it he's he's actually they were they were a good side when he got there and he's taken them into a very very good side all right for your man in the office there who said only one league title yet yeah, well but look at everything else that he's won and, and how he's won it on a regular basis as well and by the way won it with style yeah, because there's a listener here who must be a Manchester United fan or something saying, Jose Mourinho to Liverpool. Not a chance, you'd imagine, is there? Listen, he's winding you up, Matt. Give him his <laughs> I think he's trying to wind you up, Mark. <laughs> All right, I'll give him his P45 after the programme. <laughs> uh, there's another one to Tony as well, though, saying that this is great news for Arsenal because there are a lot of people speculating that Pep Guardiola is coming towards the end of his time at Manchester City. Now with Klopp gone for Liverpool, that this is the opportunity for Arsenal to step in. Well, people can take over and be successful again, Matt. Not, you know, what happened to Man United... But teams can rebuild and what they've got. I don't mean in building a new squad, but just a new driver at the helm that can lift a team. You know, whoever takes a Liverpool job, Matt, in the summer from Klopp will inherit a very good side. And they've got a lot of great players with incredible attitudes. You know, this is a club that's, you know, been rebuilt in a fantastic way. And, you know, Man United won the title, Matt, under Fergie's last year there. They were champions, and everyone said it was a terrible job for David Moyes to walk into. It probably was to a degree because he had to change a number of players. Now, they've paid a huge price for that. I don't think Liverpool will be in that position, Matt. Matt? Yes, Mark? I I think this will kick the team on. I think they'll be absolutely desperate, that dressing room, to win as many trophies as they possibly can. I remember in the 80s when Bob Paisley decided he was he was going to go and we all saw it. We had a little meeting in the dressing room saying, by the way, boys, we have to make sure that this year of all years we, we won at least a couple of the com- uh, competitions, if not three. And you did. You, went, you won yeah. the Champions uh, well, the Champions because, League, as it's called, the European Cup, didn't you, under Joe Fagan? Under Joe Fagan, yeah, because it, it, it's, all, it's all about that thing. When you, when you play for that club, you, you understand what it is all about. And you know when when you play for managers like like Joe, G- gentle Joe, but also Bob as well, is they're so in understated, Matt, so understated, and you just think we cannot let these guys down. The one interaction I've had with Jurgen Klopp was conducting a lengthy interview with him at the time of the launch of Martina Cox's book about what Sean Cox had gone through having been assaulted outside Anfield before a European match a number of years ago. And I know from what was in that book and from talking to Martina about it and from about the interest that Jurgen Klopp took in Sean Cox's recovery and the help and assistance that he gave to the family and from the interview I did with him the genuine sincere knowledge and interest in the situation I was just very very impressed by him he just struck me as a really really decent man Mark he's, he's better than decent Matt he's, he's an absolutely fantastic human being you know I've been in the training ground just not that often but on the occasions that I went went in and talking to him and stuff people walking past them 
you know, like the cleaners, etc. And he stops them. How are you doing? You okay? He knows the names and everything. And it, when you look at that, you think, how on earth, how on earth would he even remember them? Okay. And I, yeah. We have to leave it there. Mark Lawrence and Tony Cascarino, thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-